Last night was a night of witchery. The moon was full and fragrant wisps of breeze gently rustled the trees and greenery. George Belmont, 28 of 1532 West Woodwain Street, and Diane Foley were sitting in their parked car, looking at the moon. Suddenly a beautiful wraith, apparently in the nude save for a fluttering diaphanous covering, drifted out of the shadows toward the car. According to George, the wraith was making the motions of a classical dance. Diane, outraged, described the same occurrence to police with far less imagery. A difference in viewpoint, no doubt. We were sitting there talking, Diane told Officer Stanley of the Park Patrol, when a girl appeared in little or nothing and deliberately started vamping my boyfriend. She wasn't dancing, she was giving the old come-on, and don't think I don't know it. A seductive come-on? Officer Stanley inquired. Call it seductive if you want to, Diane snorted. It was just a wiggle as far as I'm concerned. And what did George do? He said, look at that, and started to get out of the car. That was when I went into action. What did you do? I grabbed up the first thing that was available and took after her, saying that I'd teach her better than to come prancing around without any clothes on, making passes at my boyfriend. According to the police, the first thing that was available was a jack handle which would certainly have inflicted what the law refers to as grievous bodily injury, and beyond any question was within the classification of a deadly weapon. The ghost, however, did not seem to realize its desperate plight. It was too busy getting out of there, but fast. Diane Foley, hampered by her more conventional garb, took after the ghost in a headlong pursuit, which was punctuated from time to time with infuriated screams, arousing the attention of residents who boarded on the park and resulting in more than half a dozen calls to the police. According to Diane, the ghost did the screaming. According to neighbors, Diane certainly was doing some screaming herself. As one man who telephoned the police said in a later report, it sounded like a couple of coyotes out in the desert, and you know what that sounds like. One sounds like half a dozen. Two sound like, well, that was the way it sounded out there in the park. I certainly thought someone was getting murdered, or that at least it was a hand-to-hand hair-pulling match. Be that as it may, the ghost, which George described as having a figure, simply out of this world, won the race, and a breathless, indignant Diane, still carrying the jack handle, returned to the car. Police, however, alerted by a dozen calls, converged on the neighborhood and soon were rewarded by picking up a young woman walking demurely along, clad in an opaque raincoat. In view of the cloudless night, the raincoat seemed incongruous. Interrogated by police, the young woman professed complete ignorance as to her name or address. Her mind, she said, was a blank. Once at police headquarters, it was soon discovered that her mind wasn't all that was blank— under the raincoat, her only apparel was the remains of an expensive gossamer slip, torn into the equivalent of Salome's seven veils. Police felt they had apprehended the ghost, but the evidence was circumstantial. Diane was vague as to any identification, and she refused to permit George to be called as a witness. In view of the seeming amnesia, the ghost is at present being held in the emergency hospital while police seek to learn her identity. Well, Mason said, it would make a most interesting problem in identification. She should have committed some crime. It's too bad. Don't bewail your luck so soon, Della Street said. I didn't call your attention to the article in the paper simply to send your thoughts wool-gathering, but in my official capacity as your secretary. The half-sister of this glamorous ghost is impatiently waiting in the outer office. The deuce, Mason exclaimed. What does she want? Apparently the family wants you to represent the ghost. 
There seems to be a consensus of opinion that the ghost is up to her neck in a scrape of some kind and that you must get her out. What's to have sister's name, Della? Mrs. William Kensington Jordan, and she seems to have the trappings of wealth and respectability. Mason grinned. Your build-up, Della, is excellent.